Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Music Lab Podcast. My name is Dog. And I'm Mo. Yeah. 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 Today, it's another episode and an edition of Music News. Do, do, do. do, 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 do. Music News. Do, do, do. <laughs> 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 oh, that's exciting. Oh, these ditties that we come up with. They are. All right, so let's get right into it because a lot of great, great news this week in the world of music for you. Stuff happening. Yep, so let's kick it off. Dead and Company, or the remaining members of the Grateful Dead, have announced their final run of shows starting next summer with this coming from John Mayer. He said, as we put the finishing touches on booking venues and understanding that word travels fast... We wanted to be the first to let you know that Dead & Company will be hitting the road next summer for what will surely be an exciting, celebratory, and heartfelt last run of shows. So is this just the last run of Dead & Company, or is this the last run of the Grateful Dead former members? Is Bob Weir still going to do his stuff? Like... You know, I think that all remains to be seen. As long as they're alive and kicking, I assume they're still going to tour in some iteration. Well, for for what I know of Bob Weir, he's going to keep doing it until he physically cannot. That's that's my assumption. There's no way. I mean, I think you know. I watched. Have you ever seen the the other one? No, I, it's, it's amazing. Okay. Um, anyway, he talks at the end of that about the fact that he has he estimated that he has played more shows than any human being alive. And um, I totally believe that. I would believe that too. So he's got a lot left in the tank. He was younger than the other members, and yeah. I think he's going to keep on keeping on. Yeah. And his you know, his acoustic stuff is good. Yeah, Kreutzmann has had some issues. Like, he, he took some time off on this tour, I think. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But, yeah. I mean, hopefully they can keep it on. But, yeah, that's... Uh, so I, I have not seen any iteration of the dead so i if if they come within 100 miles i might try and yeah see them next year i I think i said this on a former show but Mm -hmm. i had a chance to see the grateful dead uh like literally like two weeks before jerry died and i just had to work that shift at the olive garden you know this is a lesson folks and i think i said it before you know don't pick that shift at the olive garden over a chance to see the Grateful Dead. Yeah, or Cheddar's or anybody, or, or, or literally even a terrible TGI band. Friday. You should choose that band. Anyway, yeah, All right. the in, Dead and Company. In yeah. other news, and this is kind of a good uh, segue, so uh, same era uh, artist, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, which we got to see Mike a couple weeks ago at an amazing show at XL Live. No um, doubt. They have announced the Live at the Fillmore 1997 and it's taken from the last six nights of their 20-night run at the historic venue. Wow. It will be released in various formats with 58 songs and 14 spoken word songs, including covers and songs played on stage with Robert McGuinn, Kink's lead singer, and John Lee Hooker. So that is super exciting because it's been a while since they've released anything, um, you know, post. Actually, this might be the first thing that they might have released post his death. 
I don't know. Did they did they Box release set? did they release the wildflowers extra uh, before right. he died? No, 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 that was after. You're right, that was. Yeah. But I think that was just because it was the anniversary. I don't think yeah. it had anything to do with. But this was this is a merger too of like some of my favorite things. I mean, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are easily top three group for me. And to see them live, but John Lee Hooker too. Yeah. You know how I feel about John Lee Hooker. John Lee Hooker is like the guy for me when it comes to Delta Blues, Delta and Blues, so. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I think it's coming out in November. I want to say so. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye for that. All right. In other news, uh, Sony Pictures and director Francis Lawrence, who you might remember, he directed The Hunger Games, and screenwriter Chris Mundy, who was a screenwriter for Ozark, uh, starring Jason Bateman on. Netflix. That's a fabulous show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Will they will showcase SoCal Legends Sublime in a new biopic movie that will be released next year. Super, super big fan of Sublime. Uh, so this is exciting. Bradley Knoll, the lead singer, died at 28 of a heroin overdose and never got to see the success his band accumulated after their self-titled third studio album came out two months after his death. So as you saw Jerry two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, his album came out two months. So, uh, but what do you, what, what, what was your take on it on uh, sublime as they were, I, you know, I've always, I've always enjoyed their music. I mean, Santeria, yeah, what yeah. I got, you know, that, that album is a really good album. to freedom. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I never was like the big sublime head or had a tattoo or anything, but yeah. I always liked the music. Yeah. 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 Yep, definitely, definitely. That's uh, hopefully it will be well done, like some of these other biographies. Yeah, well, he is a great singer. I mean, he he had an absolutely <clears throat> tremendous singing voice. Yeah, and a really interesting perspective and outlook on life. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. but so uh, well, it was a very '90s perspective. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Super Bowl next year in Glendale, Arizona, the hotbed of football. The home of the Arizona Cardinals will have a new halftime show corporate sponsor not named Pepsi. Pepsi has been the sponsor for the past decade and have boasted shows including Beyonce, Coldplay, Maroon 5, and the West Coast's finest last year. Drumroll, Apple Music has taken over the reins and will soon announce, which they did, Rihanna, Rihanna is going to be the halftime performer this year or for next year's Super Bowl. But Apple Music is going to be the sponsor going forward. You know, when I first read about that, I was really hoping that Apple would like free us from the never-ending line of pop music garbage that the halftime show is. Well, last year sorry, was different. Sorry about your luck. I like last year. Yeah, well, but, last but, year was different. Yeah. Last year was unique, and it was an excellent idea. I just feel like they don't, they don't really do a very good job of sort of like feeling out their audience. I, I mean, football has a particular audience, that's exactly and though right. it's it's got a wider audience on that day, you know, let's be honest, are football fans going to get super stoked about? watching Rihanna or Katie Perry. Not that she's or, not, yeah, not that they're correct. not talented people. Yep. They are, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's like the, the wrong, wrong setting. demographic. Yes, I agree. Yeah, like I when agree. they were, back when they were doing like the Stones and the Beatles, right. it's like, the who? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the kind of thing I think that keeps football 
fans watching. Yeah, or even like so it makes you like wonder, like, what Jam, are they watching like, then? Yeah, yeah. Like, you could totally have a band That's why like I was that. hoping that Apple was going to, like, shift those gears a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, or even you too. I mean, I... Or even the next band that we're going to talk about, The Smashing Pumpkins. They have a new album. This is interesting. It is going to be a 33-song album that's going to be broken up into 11-song albums. So we will hopefully be able to review them instead of doing them as a 33-song double or triple uh, CD. But I, the first one comes out in November. They are touring right now with Jane's Addiction, or I think that tour starts... I think this week actually um so check them out uh and yeah i'm super excited it's basically they are calling it the sequel to melancholy and the infinite sadness so we'll see <laughs> your thoughts you know it, with smashing pumpkins for me it's always been kind of like this i i get it i see why people like them i can can see the talent i can you know, but I, it's just not my bag. Yeah. It's just. The uh, album is going to be called Autumn, but it's spelled A-T-U-M. Mm. Billy always with his, uh, you know, trying to be different. Well, it might be different than you think. Uh, like because a Greek or like a Latin that's version? A, th- no, that oh. that is an Egyptian god, Atum. Oh. So it could be that. Okay. I would imagine it would be more that than it is, you okay. know, a messed up version of Fall. Well, no, it said it in the the notes. It said that it's pronounced autumn. So I mm-hmm. maybe, but that is like a yeah. uh, indirect. Yeah. So who knows? Jam. Who knows? Yeah. With smashing pumpkins, Egyptian like, god. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, our last bit of news for this episode, guys, is a band that you talked about in our. If you like this, if you love that, Lone Bellow. Uh, have announced their fifth studio album, which I cannot believe that this is their fifth album already, on November 4th, called Love Songs for Losers. I think that's a great album title. (laughs) And they've released the singles Honey and Gold so far, both standout tracks. Very, very excited about what the rest of the album sounds like. Uh, Their tour starts October 19th at Red Rocks, which I don't know if they've played there before, which is super awesome for any band to play and especially to kick off your tour at. And it ends uh, almost a month later uh, at the National in Richmond, Virginia on November 19th. So unfortunately, I am not going to be able to catch them. I think they're playing D.C. and Philly that week, but we are going to be uh, out of the country. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but hopefully maybe you will be able to see the Lone I Bellow. absolutely love the Lone Bellow, so I would love to see them. Yeah, and you heard the new tracks? Did you yeah. listen to them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. So. Yeah. That's all, folks. That's as uh, Bugs yeah. Bunny would say. You know, <laughs> we really we appreciate you sticking by and listening to the news. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to keep giving you the news, and uh, you know, we, we'd like to remind you again to comment on stuff. If if there's news we missed, maybe there's some like, you know, news of import that we missed. Comment on social media. Yeah. Comment on YouTube. Let us know what we yeah. missed. Um, if we interpreted something incorrectly, uh, you know, let us know. If you've got more information about something we talked about, let us know. Um, but as always, thanks so much. We're going to send you off to our sponsors. But uh, we'd like to offer you peace and one love. Come on over to Roosterstone.com where you can book the band for any event you can imagine. Acoustic, full band, whatever your event may require. 
You can also email us to take online music lessons at an affordable monthly price. Don't forget to download our original music and like, follow, and subscribe to Rooster Stone across all social media platforms. Keep rocking out at roosterstone.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Raw Outfitters, we are an independent, family-owned clothing company for all ages. Check out our inventory of shirts and hoodies at www.raroutfitters.com and follow our social media pages. Don't just wear, 